Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Proverbs is a book filled with short, you might even want to write this in your Bible, concentrated God statements that provide wisdom so we can do life right. It's a book filled with short, concentrated God statements that provide wisdom so we can do life right. We begin a new series on Lessons for Living today. This study walks us through the book of Proverbs. This study will help us to build wisdom and character in our lives by helping us to apply God's Word to our daily life. Wisdom is the ability to have the insight into the true nature of things. Pastor Mark wants to help Christians grow in their faith and Bible knowledge while helping them explore and study Scripture. The book of Proverbs will do this very thing for us when we listen to the wise teachings of Solomon. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 1, with part 1 of our message entitled, It's Time to Wise Up. Let's turn to the book of Proverbs. Once you find it, it's about in the middle of the Old Testament. Go to Psalms and go write one book. I titled tonight's teaching, It's Time to Wise Up. A few years ago, as his son was preparing to go to college, H. Jackson Brown decided to put on paper the things his son Adam most needed to know as he prepared for life in the grown-up world. His notes were eventually published many of you know it, under the title, Life's Little Instruction Book. Right now, he's working on his third volume. Well, here are some things that he told his son as he headed off to college. At the movies, buy junior mints and sprinkle them on your popcorn. Anybody ever done that? few of you. Never eat <laughs> the last cookie. Trust in God, but lock your car. I like the next one. Never order barbecue in a restaurant where all the chairs match. (laughs) And last, this is great to say to your son or daughter as they head to college, include your parents in your prayers. Every day, every single day, millions of people all over the world look to books like these, to TV shows, the internet, newspaper columnists, Family, friends, counselors, they're looking for answers to the problems they have 
in their life at that time. Today, life is incredibly confusing and very, very complicated. People can become paralyzed when they're faced with so many choices and so little true information. What should I do next? How do I raise my children in today's society? Should I lease or buy a car? How can I know if I can know the right person to marry? Where should I invest my money? Should I change jobs or go back for more education? Well, God has his own successful book. It's called the Bible. It tells us how to do life right. In fact, the book of Proverbs will focus on that specific subject. Let's look at Proverbs 1.1. That's how much we're going to cover tonight. We'll pick it up next week. Prologue, purpose and theme. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. Just hold your finger there. We'll be back to Proverbs in a moment. Turn back to the book of 1 Kings. You see, it's very important when you start a book, a new book, for us to give a short overview of why God placed this as one of the 66 books in the Bible. Why is it here? And I think you'll learn some things tonight. Some of you, I'm sure, have read Proverbs. Some of you read it every day. Some of you read it and wonder why it seems to be a confusing book to you. Well, I think we'll be able to give you some insight tonight as we start. But we need to understand that Solomon was one of David's sons. King David, as you know, had an affair with Bathsheba. And Solomon was a later son, and he came to the throne of Israel at the age of 20. And he ruled for 40 years. Now, early on in his reign, God came to him a number of times, and one of the times God came to him and asked him, what do you want, Solomon? And Solomon asked for wisdom, because basically he said, I'm 20, I have this massive amount of people, and I don't know how to rule them. In 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29, we see the response to Solomon's request, from God to give him wisdom. In 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29, we see this. And God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth, in other words, a, a, a hugely wide base of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. So as far as a human... Solomon received from God the wisest and the most unbelievable ability to, to solve problems, to give insight. We'll catch that next week when we see some more of the purposes and talk about the fear of the Lord. Solomon then came to the throne because of this, obviously. He was there and early on he could see that there was trouble when he was 20. He asked for this wisdom, God gave it to him. So he came from that point on with great promise, great privilege, and an awesome opportunity to impact his world of that day. Somewhere around 3,000 years ago, 
Initially, that took place. The wisdom of Solomon was infiltrated into the nation of Israel, and they reached great heights, worldwide heights, under his leadership. Even though God granted his request for wisdom, and it exceeded all others, later, Solomon failed. He failed to reach the potential God wanted because he didn't follow his own wisdom. Yet Solomon, the Proverbs we're going to read as we study over the next few months, authored these before his heart went astray. So it gives us a little idea. Really, the Bible tells us that Solomon wrote some 3,000 Proverbs and over a 1,000 songs, those of you that are songwriters. We only have around a little less than 900 that we have in God's Word. And these are going to be interesting as we go through. Now, what is a proverb? Well, it comes from two Latin words, pro and verba. It means instead of words. In other words, instead of a mass amount of words, like a short story, a proverb is a short statement, very short, kind of like I teach. Very, just waiting for you, a very short statement uh, that summarizes a wise principle. It is a concentrated nugget or kernel of God's truth. And here's the reason some of you struggle with Proverbs. Because it's concentrated, it takes time, uh, quality time, to think and digest it through. Giving an illustration. You go to the store and you're looking for orange juice. And you go and you get in the freezer case and you get one of these little six-ounce frozen concentrated cans. And you go home and you've never tried orange juice before and you open it up and... Man, your, your guts are burning, and you say, what's so good about this? This is terrible. Well, you have to what first? You have to dilute it. You have to stir it. And you have to, you kind of got to play with it a little while, and then you can enjoy it. Well, that's what happens with some of us in Proverbs. We take this proverb, we read a chapter. And you go, what did I read? It doesn't make sense. It went from A to Z. Where is it? So, notice how many verses we took tonight. How many? Okay, one. So, we're diluting it. We're going to give you an understanding as you go through that it means you just, and it's nothing wrong with reading a proverb a day, but for sure, there's no way, if there's 30 of those, that you're going to grasp them in your 10-minute reading. God will point out one or two little principles. So it takes time because it's a concentrated kernel of truth. Here's the sentence I want you to remember as we go through. You'll hear it many times. Proverbs is a book filled with short, you might even want to write this in your Bible, concentrated God statements that provide wisdom so we can do life right. It's a book filled with short, concentrated God statements that provide wisdom so we can do life right. Some Proverbs, as we go through, be one-liners. Some will take shape of kind of a little verse, and others, there'll be a contrast. You'll be the positive and the negative, 
or the negative, and it will reverse you in the same part of the verse. So there's a lot of neat things that we'll see as we go through. Now here's something you have to understand, and make sure you grasp this concept, because if you miss this, you misunderstand the principles as we go through the book of Proverbs. Proverbs are generalized statements of what is usually true in our lives. Usually. Turn with me to Proverbs 18.10. And I'm going to ask you to turn a bunch of these Proverbs, kind of get you moving through the book a little bit, and then you'll see some of them. We're not going to cover the book verse by verse. We would be here till Jesus came. So we're going to go through, and I really don't know where I'm going next, but I'm going to let God just lead me. We will cover many, many topics. We will cover all of the book, but just different ways. Proverbs 18.10 says this, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So some Proverbs that we study have are statements of absolute truth. In this one, God is always a strong tower. You can bank on it. It's never going to change. He's always a strong tower. Now, Turn one chapter back, 1717. Proverbs 1717. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Now, this is a proverb of a statement that is generally true. How many of you tonight have had a friend, a true friend, that didn't love at all times? You have to be honest. We've been hurt by friends we knew So, see, this is not dependent on God. This is dependent on man. When you have things that are dependent on man, they're generally true if they're a Christian. So the statements as we go through here that are dependent on God and our spiritual principles, we'll point those out. Other times, it's, it's just generally true. Now, for most of us tonight, most of our friends, especially if they're Christians, what are they? They're going to be a true friend. Even through tough times, man, we need them. But sometimes, they're not. Now, there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, you know that. One for each day of the month. Many of you got used to that, reading those. Well, I I came up with our own proverb right out of this. Here it is. Read a proverb a day and keep the devil at bay. (laughs) Is that good? There it is. Now you can see why Solomon was the wise one. Now, go to... Chapter 1, verse 20. Proverbs is filled with word pictures. Word pictures. As I read this verse, try to picture this verse on uh, 192 in Minton. Just try to picture this verse. I'm telling you now, 192 in Minton, daytime, lots of traffic. Here's what it says in verse 20, chapter 1. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the public squares. So you'll see as we go through that often wisdom is personified. It's pictured as what here? A woman. So this is a word picture. And if you can see that, what this is, this would be a picture of a woman standing on 119, 192 in Minton, calling to anybody that would listen. What is she saying? She's raising her voice. And what she's going to say, basically, 
what wisdom says to us is here's how you do life right. Follow me, obey what I say, and you will travel the right road of life. So, let's picture it. Every one of you here tonight, including myself, always need wisdom. We need to know how to do life right. So, this is a word picture. And the word picture says this, that as we go through this book, and God speaks to our hearts, every one of us differently as we go through on different nights, and different ways, it's like wisdom would be a lady, and she would come right to your seat. And she would say to you, this is how you do life. And God will use those word pictures, listen, to respond to you. You'll walk in some nights and didn't even know you had a question. And God's going to answer from his word. I don't have any idea what it's going to be, but God does. So she's shouting from the streets, follow me, follow me. And if you follow me, you're going to find how to do life right. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there anybody outside of this building tonight that wouldn't want to know how to really do life right? Isn't that one? Now, they don't want God part of it. They just want to do life right. But you see later, you can't do life right without God. But they want to do life right. They want to enjoy it. They want to have success at it. They want to do it. So Proverbs pictures wisdom, which we'll talk about more next week. The fear of the Lord is the beginning, uh, the knowledge and wisdom. We'll talk about what wisdom really is. Uh, she shouts out and says, follow me. So this is what Proverbs is. And you'll see many word pictures, which I like as we go through. Second, Proverbs is practical. Turn to Chapter 25, verse 16. Simple word, but it makes much sense. Someone has said Proverbs, has described Proverbs as the Ten Commandments in shoe leather. In other words, as we go through these, you won't have to go, what should I do? It's going to be right there in front of you. Well, if you don't think Proverbs 25, 16 is practical, try it. Here's what it says. I like it. It's pretty plain in the NIV. If you find honey, eat just enough. Too much of it, and you will vomit. <laughs> now, let me tell you the Greek and Hebrew of this word, vomit. Do I need to? Pretty practical, isn't it? So it just says, if you're going to be a glutton, guess what? You're going to have trouble. Now, as we go through it, as you look at it, we will cover almost every kind of question that you could have as we go through. We will talk about relationships, money, career, ambition, pride, idleness, love, pleasure, success, drugs, drinking, sexuality, raising children, marriage, anger, guidance, laziness, the tongue. We'll cover it. It will be here. Speaking about raising children and the wisdom that our world has. I don't know how many you saw it, but I thought, this is exactly why we need God. This last week, if any of you noticed, there was a school in New York, very, very influential school. They were celebrating Mother's Day during the week. Kids were making their cards for mom and whatever. And they got a call from a parent. And the parent was a male who had a homosexual male partner. 
and an adopted young boy. And they said, how dare you settle my kid aside? He doesn't have a mother. And I want you to cancel Mother's Day for the whole school. Because you're singling my child out. The school canceled Mother's Day. Now, I want to ask you, if a Christian would have done that at Halloween or whatever, you think that would have happened? Not a chance. So here we are in a society where 99.9% of the kids had a mom and wanted to write a little card. They can't because of one aberrant lifestyle that is now setting the stage for our world. That's why we need Proverbs. That is man's foolishness, not wisdom. And we need God's wisdom. Now, we're not talking about hate. They just need God. They just need God. So this book is going to give us those kind of things. Some of you say, I can't believe that's happening in our world. Get ready. It's going to get worse. And that's why we need God's wisdom. Proverbs is an instructional book on how to do life right. In other words, it's God's view of life. Somewhere in your book of Proverbs, just write that. God's view of life. What I just told you is not God's view of life. It's Satan's view of life. So as we go through, you'll see how much God cares for every aspect of our life. Next, turn to Proverbs 10.9. Proverbs is current. It isn't time-dated. It's for all times. The things that we study are not going to be out of date. Before we read Proverbs 10.9, I want you to think of an influential person in the last number of years that if the person would have followed this, they would have not been in trouble. The man of integrity walks securely, but he who takes a crooked path, who takes crooked paths, will be found out. Anybody come to mind? Certainly in Washington, but how about in our own street? You see, it is incredibly current. And it speaks to every age and every person. Turn to Proverbs chapter 3. Reading and obeying Proverbs pays great dividends. You will be incredibly blessed as we go through this book. Proverbs 3, verse 13. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. Here we go again. The women are here. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold in, might I say, the stock market. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life or is it in her right hand? Do you want to know how to do life right? Pastor Mark began a new series in the book of Proverbs in today's message on Lessons for Living. As we study through this little instruction book, we will learn how to do life right by gaining wisdom from these short statements that summarize a wise statement. Consider it as a concentrated nugget of God's wisdom. This will take some time to digest and really hear from God. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on Today's Date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. Now, the next time you join us here on Lessons for Living, we will continue to study these golden nuggets called the Book of Proverbs. By reading through this book, we will gain great insight. By reading and obeying them, we will receive great dividends. The world is full of people and books that will give us wisdom just for the asking. But only the Bible, God's Word, will give us godly wisdom from the Creator of the universe. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right. And our ears have heard His word made flesh In a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord let us hear Your lessons for this